Get the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music guide you through the opaque world of venture capital and reveal all the ways you can source capital for your company's growth. It all starts right here with Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music on VC Confidential. Welcome to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy and I'm here with my co-host and partner at Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music. Together we are managing directors of the Sibylla Masters Fund. You can learn more about that at masters.vc. This show is for investors and entrepreneurs alike. We're going to rip that opaque lid off conventional venture capital and show you how it works and, and how sometimes it doesn't. And there you have it, folks. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Anne. What's on your mind today? Well, this week, you and I are about to hold an investor update meeting. Mm-hmm. We sure are. So why don't we share some insights about what LP should expect for investor updates? And let's look at it from both sides. How should GPs or managing directors prepare, you know, valuable LP updates, both written ones? And how about those video conference ones? Because, you know, in person isn't a thing anymore, or hopefully will be in the future. That's a great idea, Jillian. First time venture capital fund investors will want to know what to expect from their fund managers. We, as investors and fund managers, want to see regular, consistently informative updates from our portfolio companies. And as a matter of fact, good regular reporting is one of the due diligence data points that we use to decide whether to invest in a founder in the first place. Well, that's right, Anne. So regular, reliable, focused reports from a founder, those are important success indicators, right? Um, and by the way, you know, that's why we partner with AngelSpan to get those regular reports. Now, I know that just sounded like a shameless plug for AngelSpan, but it really is a personal endorsement. We don't get paid to say nice things about any service providers here. So listen, we think that AngelSpan does a particularly effective job of focusing founders on the metrics that matter. And that makes their writing and posting of monthly or quarterly reports extremely fast and it's extremely easy for our founders. So what we want is our information rights to be fulfilled, but we don't want our founders to spend an inordinate amount of time fulfilling the obligation. Here's the thing. It also goes with fund managers, right? As LPs, you want to exercise your information rights. And just by the way, let's take a quick pause here and say that we covered a very lengthy discussion of information rights on a previous uh, episode not long ago on VC Confidential, and uh, we'll put that link up on our LinkedIn page. Excellent. Good idea. So regular updates, whether from founders or fund managers or any business owner for that matter, is a good exercise for this writer as well as the recipient. It focuses mm -hmm. all parties on the company's progress, challenges, and helps each understand what will move the needle. So I think with that, we're ready to, you know, we've already really highlighted some of the important points about updates and what investors in either companies or investors in funds want from their updates. Okay, so we get updates from our portfolio companies, and then we collate and curate and collect it all and give those updates to our LPs, right? It's kind of a, 
uh, one feeds the other. So the first thing you're looking for is value. Look for signal, not noise, right? Uh, don't, don't look for the fluff. You want to see that you have data that means uh, whether or not your portfolio is rising or falling. Right. It's really that simple. The second thing you want is some regularity. If you make an investment directly into a company, make sure you get uh, those reasonable information rights along with your investment. Angels sometimes get them. Venture capitals do get them. You want at least an annual update from your invested uh, portfolio company. Right. More frequency is not necessarily more valuable. But if things are moving quickly in your portfolio company, you want to know. So speak with your founders, figure that out, right? Similarly pertinent to our conversation today, if you're an LP in a fund, your fund makes investments on your behalf. So the fund managers make sure those information rights are built into the investments. I mean, you pay them to do that, right? So Anne and I do that as fund managers at the master's fund. And then look for your fund managers to share, again, what I called curated reports on that portfolio. You don't want to slog through every detail. That's what you pay your fund managers to do. But you do want to see the salient points. And we'll get to those salient points right now. AngelList published a brief article written by Matthew Spicer on the mm -hmm. subject that includes a template for written LP updates. How yeah. convenient. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll put a link to this article on our LinkedIn page. And you find that, by the way, just by searching for Outlines Venture Group on LinkedIn, folks. The template is pretty standard. It's a good place to start our list of what LPs should look for in a fund annual update. Okay. So, Top of the list is what you, as an LP, want in an uh, update is speed. You've got other things to do. This update is important, but it should take no more than five minutes for you to get a high-level view on how the fund's doing. Look for the executive summary style uh, intro paragraph, right? It should be very clear. Perhaps there are a few bullets that provide such critical information, a chart, of portfolio companies with a change in their sales or revenue or other growth metrics, which might include deals on the horizon or other milestones is something that you can scan in a moment. Look for that kind of thing, even ask for it. Ashley Flukas, who's the GP of Flukas Ventures, says she includes press conference Oh, coverage. press coverages, right. Yeah, right. a few links to a press coverage about the portfolio companies or even the fund itself will provide you with plenty of more in-depth reading without consuming your time at the moment you receive and review the email update. That's right. Save those things. You can always come back to them. It's an excellent yeah. point, Anne. So next up, I would say look for the good and the bad. Both should be included in the update. Uh, Jeff Adelson-Yan, uh, who is the GP of Third Prime, he notes that if he doesn't include companies in the portfolio that are failing or closed, as well as companies that are thriving, his investors will think he is not opportunistic, that's his term, or taking sufficient risk, also his term in his portfolio. Now, the issue of how many companies should fail in a portfolio is, of course, something we talk a lot about here on VC Confidential, but that's another issue. As an LP in any fund, regardless of its risk factors that are associated with the fund, right, you want to see the ups and downs in the portfolio, and you want to see it clearly. Color helps. Green up, red down. Let's take a look. 
Right. Okay. We, like almost all fund managers, send these via email. We keep a quarterly schedule, but we send out breakthrough emails as we close each deal. So here's the meat of what we include in our updates. One, intro, the highlight of new investment. We include the company's name, what the company sells, website URL, a broad overview of the market or industry, and our view of the company's future potential. That last bit, the company's potential, might be titled why we're excited. And this is an important part of what you as an investor want to know. Why did the managers think this company was a good addition to the fund portfolio? Yeah, that's actually very important. We'll actually come back to that a little bit when we get into conversational stuff. But next up is the portfolio snapshot. So that includes, this portfolio snapshot includes information about the entire portfolio at a glance. Again, think about a chart, right? Company names, descriptions, websites, URLs, their markets, major financial or other milestone updates. Okay. Uh, I'm a fan of using a chart for this part of the written update. We're a very early stage fund over at the Master's Fund, and we use an innovative funding model to capitalize our fund, uh, portfolio companies. So we're anything but conventional venture capital. And yet this chart applies to us just as it would to any angel fund or a VC fund or a PE fund and more. As early stage as we are, we're creating this chart already and we expect to include it in all of our future updates. It's the fastest way to consume the information that our LPs need to know about our portfolio and their investment in it. Next up on the list is number three, capital raise updates on our portfolio companies, which companies have raised since the last update. This is pretty straightforward. When a company raises additional capital, it increases or decreases its valuation. It's important for the LPs to see the relative increase or decrease in the value of companies that are included under the umbrella of their fund investment. And by the way, this is commonly referred to as markup, uh, just so we can throw another one of those terms out there. <laughs> We need to take a break. How do we get so far in the time, Jillian? It always happens this now, this way. Now we have to take a break for our sponsors. So we'll be right back uh, with insights on what to expect uh, from investor updates, both written and live on VC Confidential. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. 
Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music talking about what you as an investor, advisor, or entrepreneur need to know about venture capital. Today, we're talking about investor updates, those critical communications to keep your LPs informed and engaged. So before the break, we talked about timing. We talked about content. We talked about uh, uh, all sorts of things, including markup or rather capital raise updates. So what's next, Jillian, in those important written updates? Absolutely. The next one up, number four, emerging trends and how our investment strategy may be evolving in response. So keeping an eye on trends in investing in various industries that may warrant investment, even major events. Yeah, we're looking at you, COVID-19. <laughs> yeah, indeed we are, Anne. So even these global events, right, both good and bad, as well as more regional trends, that reveals, uh, you know, which industries warrant our attention uh, when looking for deal flow or future investment and so on. They help to guide our current portfolio companies to succeed in changing economic conditions, as well as feed the deal flow to the fund in the future. Those are the kinds of things we do all the time. Um, this is the most thoughtful portion of an update. It gives you as an investor, an LP, an idea of what your fund managers are thinking about. It helps you as an LP also to think, well, gee, I read something that was relevant here. Maybe I should inform my GP about it, my managing directors about it, right? As an LP, don't just, if you're a high net worth individual and you've done this on your own, don't just deposit your money and hope for the best. If you're an institutional investor, again, don't deposit your money and hope for the best. Share what you know, your investment will come out better. The more informed the managing directors are, the more informed their investment decisions. So this is the piece where we actually sit down and think about stuff and we write, if you will, a thought leadership piece on it. And finally, we meet at a minimum with each of our founders. In those meetings, we determine what they need to get to their next stage of growth and success. So our quarterly misses include asks from the founders. We leverage the expertise and connections of our LPs as well as our venture partners, those are our VPs, to support our portfolio companies. Yeah, we meet with our uh, founders monthly. And then again, we collate that information. Our LPs don't need to read every single piece of note and so on, but we do want them to know What's going to move the needle for the portfolio companies in your fund? So that's the deal. And then one last thing, Ed, personal updates. Some fund managers include a personal update having nothing to do with the fund itself. And this helps, I suppose, especially in COVID times, to humanize fund managers. And I think we're both on the fence a little bit about that. Uh, we tend to get to know our LPs individually um, and keep up in separate ways. We don't tend to include that in our update. But certainly, as our portfolio grows, we may find that this changes. That is true. Now, let's talk about live investor update meetings, whether IRL, you know, that's <laughs> in real life, folks. I love that or, one. I know. <laughs> yeah, or virtual, which is more the norm these days. 
Jillian, what goes into a good live meeting with investors? As we tape this show, we have an investor update meeting scheduled for tomorrow morning with Masters Fund LPs. What is our plan for that meeting? Wait a minute. You don't know? <laughs> I know. You just <laughs> set me up. <laughs> okay, listeners. <laughs> she set me that's up. Why we pay you the that. big, that, that's why we pay you the big bucks, honey. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Where's that? <laughs> okay. Anyway, the difference between periodic written reports and live meetings is really about communication, right? In a live meeting, you have the opportunity to engage your investors, right? This is for those who are the managing directors. Think about it this way. You get to engage your LPs in dialogue, not just between you as the author of a report and an investor as a recipient, but LPs can discuss issues among themselves during the course of a single meeting. So this synchronous communication rather than the asynchronous communication of the written format can be extremely effective in helping portfolio companies to achieve success, as well as to inform fund managers about issues that may affect the health of the fund. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, um, sharing information from LPs to fund managers, not just the other way around. So managing directors generally spend a lot of time reading, attending events, uh, virtual or otherwise, um, listening to peer discussions and lots more. But we're only human. We don't catch everything that's going on. If you can get LPs as a fund manager, if you can get your LPs to share their wisdom and information for the benefit of the fund, everybody's better off. Ah, yes, indeed. The assembled knowledge and brain power in the room is an important resource for a fund. LPs have their own subject matter expertise and experiences that are extremely useful. As an LP, you'll want to look for how your fund's managing directors leverage your expertise over time. Mm -hmm. Some investors merely want to park capital and have little and no engagement with the fund, its portfolio, or other LPs, and that's okay. But if you are an active investor and want to be engaged in the fund in which you invest, look for a fund that will hold at least one live investor update per year. I've served on nonprofit boards that raised a great deal of capital. Leveraging the expertise of donors was as valuable as leveraging the expertise of LPs in a VC fund. Best to keep the reporting short and to focus on encouraging generative conversations on the next steps for the fund, the portfolio companies, or whatever else keeps the managing directors up at night. <laughs> yeah, isn't there enough of that? So as much as we generally enjoy the sound of our own voices, a live meeting is really a big opportunity for fund managers to hear what our LPs are speaking about. Doing so proves to them that they have value to the fund and they do. That's right. As a fund manager, if you have been sending out regular reports and email updates on news events as they happen, then your investors are likely to be up to date, at least minimally on fund activity. But because people are busy and don't always get around to reading emails, such as VC fund mm -hmm. updates, guilty, that's <laughs> Or perhaps they scan the updates, see a lot of green color and a little yellow or red and move on to the next pressing emails in their inboxes. Hey, I'm guilty of that too. You know, I try to get back to those emails, but man, it's a challenge. 
Well, if you have some LPs who, like Jillian, have days and nights so full that they struggle to give all their emails their proper due attention, consider sending your LPs a summary update a day or two before the live meeting, along with a reminder of the date and the time of the live meeting. That way your LPs are more likely to be prepared. And here, I'll put in another advantage of live meetings. Live meetings are a chance for investors to get to know one another. This fosters a sense of community, of belonging. And you know, that's third of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So yes. fund managers, if you're about to hold your first live VC fund investor update meeting, kick it off with a short time for your LPs to introduce themselves and give brief descriptions of their backgrounds and perhaps even why they invested in your fund. So since our fund is smaller and you know a small fund and we have few LPs, we can give each of our LPs time to introduce themselves, right? Once your fund gets larger, this is no longer a possibility and we get that, right? We're aware that when the group gets larger and the investors are more institutional investors rather than high net worth individuals, then the conversational dynamic will change. However, early stage fund managers have this advantage and we believe they should take it while they can. Even later stage fund managers who hold larger meetings with institutional investors will find that while they are kind of presenting the report out, inviting people to communicate within this meeting, they may find that they get that communication individually post-meeting. Still valuable. Yeah. So I'd uh, keep the intros to a minute or less. We suggest that the LPs will be asked to take one minute each to introduce themselves in the pre-meeting email. That sets clear expectations. We're less likely to have LPs or VPs ramble on. Now, here's a rough outline of how we hold our investor meetings, right? Introductions, we keep it to a minute. Top line update. We repeat the news since the last meeting. We make the assumption that our LPs will either have skimmed our emails or have forgotten some of the details. This is just a courtesy for busy LPs. So don't go into it deeply, but do have an update. Um, funder, excuse me, founder asks, maybe even fund asks, but founder asks, we focus on the current portfolio and we share the requests from our founders for introductions, uh, whatever it is they're going to need, um, maybe key employees, uh, insights and so on that will help to move the portfolio company forward, right? And then finally, deal flow. We ask our LPs to share any deal flow that we should be taking a look at. Our LPs know our investment thesis and mission. They bought into it. They can be an excellent source of deal flow. And finally, we have some time for a Q&A. We weave the Q&A into every section of the meeting, but we close with a formal Q&A. Is there anything else you'd like to ask us or have us cover today? Is there any other investor you'd like to introduce to us? Yes, it's self-serving, but it's a very good place for somebody to say, yes, there's somebody else who would be interested in this fund. And as a fund manager, it's your job to both raise funds and to deploy them. So, Next question would be, do you have any general asks that we as a group might be able to help you with? Again, that sense of community of peers among peers, this helps people to help each other, not just the portfolio itself. And finally, thank you. Set the date for the next investor update. Remind everybody that you're always available between meetings to speak to them and make sure that you are.
So we have to take another break for our sponsors um, and we will be right back with a little bit more about how to run those um, live investor meetings. This is VC Confidential and we will be right back. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. We are so glad you joined us. Today we're talking about investor updates, both periodic written reports and live meetings. And we're doing this from the perspective of both LPs and fund managers. So Jillian, before the break, we were just sort of wrapping up what to know about doing a live meeting. And That's right. I wanted to just talk a little bit about the length of such a meeting. Okay. So we've got introductions, a top line update, founder requests, a deal flow uh, discussion, Q&A. And of course, we thank folks. How long should that take? Well, obviously, if it's in person meeting, everyone is in the same room. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. in real life is a little bit ambiguous where I sit. Um, <laughs> you, have a you have a chance for a longer meeting, perhaps with socializing over lunch or dinner or even just coffee or happy yes. hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's less of our reality today, although it is extremely valuable to do so because these longer meetings illuminate more um, assets and value and information for you as an individual and as uh, for the fund. But since it's less of our reality these days, um, you know, restricted uh, travel, social distancing and so on, your meetings are probably going to be virtual investor updates for the foreseeable future. A virtual meeting, I think, is best capped at about 45 minutes, and then we reserve an additional 50 15 minutes for folks to talk afterwards, if you wish. And, and we do that when we have meetings with our peers, our colleagues, all of those things. I think it's kind of the most valuable use of time. People often relax at the end of a formal meeting, and then it's off the books and off the hook. And these conversations can illuminate wisdom, resources, and more. Not as good as an in-person, having dinner or lunch or whatever, but it's the best you can do. Yeah, let's let's point out that uh, virtual meetings are exhausting. You know, managing directors, be kind to your LPs. Limit the required screen time. As for socializing on the screen, well, we have participated in numerous such meetings among colleagues, oh, investors, entrepreneurs, <laughs> and others. Jillian, you and I even attended a whiskey tasting event hosted by a wealth management company. Yep, all I remember that. I could, yeah, all I could say is these attempts at virtual social gatherings have relatively little success in replicating an in-person conversation and have little to no appeal. Don't push too hard on a virtual meeting. Get the info out, focus the conversation on the issues at hand, and give folks a few more minutes to catch up with one another personally. Then close the window, and everyone will thank you for keeping to the province 
schedule. Yeah, I remember that whiskey tasting event. You and I are aficionados of the world's fine whiskeys, and, and even we found the whole thing a little bit stilted and plodding. So I'd say in short, fund managers and LPs listening here today alike, limit your socializing in virtual investor update meetings. Not everybody has time for it, so be gracious. You want to provide and receive maximum input for that 45 minutes you devote to the meeting, and then you can spend a few more minutes if that window is kept open, catch up with colleagues after the meeting. Well said. While in-person meetings are clearly preferable, the virtual format also allows for some benefits. For example, you can easily include a video, perhaps a greeting from one of your portfolio company founders. Sharing the managing director's screen provides for an easy review of charts or graphs. You can share links and chat boxes, which attendees can copy and save for later reading. As a fund grows, questions can be popped into a chat box by LPs and others and answered all at once, rather than interrupting a presentation of data. All these things help to keep these meetings, these virtual meetings, shorter and more efficient. Yeah, including a video update from founders, by the way, is a brilliant addition to an investor update. Again, it's about humanizing. So be sure to keep these videos about two to three minutes, you know, just long enough to get a message across and short enough to hold your investors' interest. And I'll say it again, allow maximum time for the dialogue that you want to foster with your investors. Let them talk. Okay, Jillian, we have about a minute before we have to end this episode, and we've covered you know, pretty thoroughly the, um, the ins and outs of both the written uh, investor updates and the live ones, but let's just have a quick discussion of why why investor communications are so important. I know it's self-evident, but you know, we've already got their money, right? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you have a point. <laughs> yeah, look, it may be self-evident that keeping investors informed is important enough to make doing it a priority, but you know, the, the surface, the benefits of regular investor communications right from the top, from the manager's side, right? Engaged LPs will invest more. Ryan Hoover, for example, of Weekend Fund says, sharing LP updates has absolutely helped me raise more capital. Thorough, high quality updates builds trust between the GPs and LPs. LPs are more likely more willing to back future funds of managers that regularly share updates. And for LPs, I would say, if you have invested in a fund, you have a reasonable amount of capital at risk. And this is among the highest risk of asset classes. You want your GPs to keep you informed and you want to attend those meetings. If there's something you can share that helps to move your investment forward, and if you want to hear how your fund is performing, rather than simply read the numbers, you want to dig in a little bit to the thought process of your fund manager, then this is something you want and you want on a regular basis. And with that, 
that's a wrap for this episode of VC Confidential. We invite you to join us every other Tuesday for a new episode as we take a deep dive into that opaque world of venture capital and share learnings and ideas on the inner workings of the shrouded corner of business finance known as venture capital. We'd like to thank our producers at WMR.FM who graciously hosted our previous CEO coach show for more than a decade and now host our new VC Confidential show now in its 48th episode. We are grateful for their long and continued support of our work. You can listen to all our episodes from both shows right here on WMR.FM and in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and we are so glad you joined us on VC Confidential. Till next time. Till next time. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.